Jared, what's up? No, <laughs> that's my line, dude. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right. Okay. Oh, hey, how's it going, dude? Oh, uh, man. We what's actually new? recorded this whole podcast and then lost it. So here we are yeah. again. Yeah, I'm not going to touch anything. I think I touched a chord and then it didn't like it. Dude, chords are the devil. Hands up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to go cordless like Bluetooth, you know? Oh, dude, screw that. Oh, come on. It's so convenient. Dude, dude, I hate Bluetooth. Do you? Okay. What do you use for your... I can't even remember. We talked about this, but what do you use for your headphones? Headphones? I plug them in. Number one, yeah. I hate headphones, too. Oh, oh okay. Because gotcha. I hate not being able to hear my surroundings. Yeah. Um, And number two, if I had to use headphones, like on the airplane, I plug them in. Gotcha. What do you use when you do use headphones? What kind of headphones do you have? I like the big over-the-ear ones. Yeah, me too. I, I don't like earbuds. They hurt my yeah. ears. Yeah, like I'm, I'm wearing these, and these get uncomfortable. These are nice for like playing music, but yeah, I have other ones I want to use, but my wife says they look stupid. So you know, you gotta go with the gotta go with the wisdom. You gotta go with the cool looking. Yeah, you gotta yeah, cooler looking. Yeah. So um, we were talking about. I don't know how we got on the subject, but we were talking about good books and specifically Alex Hormozzi's Hundred Million Offer, which is a great book. Everybody should check it out. It's wonderful. If you haven't read it, Super definitely go check it out. That guy's a very smart guy. I recommend everything he does. Oh, we were talking about podcasts. Yeah. And then, I mean, we got to the, we got to the point where we were discussing how important it is to understand your customer's pain. Because yep. if you actually want to create a good offer, you need to understand the customer's pain more so than just maybe the service that you provide. So instead of thinking about your business as like, this is what I do. And that is my business. Your business should think about I'm solving these problems and this is my customer and these are their problems. And I think you can just have such a more robust thing to do than just go into a house, fix a leak and leave. Like that's not going to make an impression. No, it's not. Yeah. We got to that by, you know, I read that book and that's how I came up with our whole strategy, our whole social media strategy for my plumbing business. And ultimately what led to us starting Plum Social and doing social media for other plumbing companies. And basically, I'll start with Alex Hormozzi's book. I had social media going, but it didn't do anything. I thought, well, this... Yeah, so what did you do for your social media before you... So I'm not going to name any names. Um, Never. But I, but I had a few marketing companies do them or do my, like, take over my social media. And it was literally just Facebook. Like, that's all anybody did was Facebook. Yeah. And they would just post pictures of, you know, generic plumber, stock photo plumbers, and then be like, hey, we offer great plumbing service. Call us at this phone number. Nobody liked it. Nobody shared it. Nobody looked at it. And nobody ever called us from it. Did you, did they ever run ads or anything? We tried. Um, I did. I had somebody run ads that didn't work out as well. Which it's makes like sense. people just aren't on social media looking for a plumber, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just so, a, yeah. Yeah. So we look at it as a chance to show them our brand and a chance to tell them what we're all about. And basically, like going back to Alex Hormozzi's book, 100 Million Offer, the whole book was structured around how to build your offer around the pain points of the customer. And so that's basically what we did is we, I made a spreadsheet of, all the pain points of a plumbing customer and not pain points of having broken plumbing, 
but pain points of dealing with a plumber, right? Because there's tons of there's tons of pain points in dealing with one truck chuck plumber or plumbing business that doesn't run their business very well. There's tons of pain points there. They don't answer the phone. The plumbers don't look very nice. They don't act very nice. They don't treat the customers nice. Um, if they do answer the phone, they're not very friendly. They don't keep all their information and get them timely estimates or even get to them timely. It's just a giant pain in the ass. So by a, by addressing those, you know, those problems up front and just educating the customer on the fact that we offer solutions to those problems, that's what our entire strategy is built around so that we can build our brand on social media so that they know. And I was got, I was actually thinking about this a lot today. I did a little, I was talking to a guy <clears throat> and I said, I showed him a picture of a bottle, a glass bottle that had a red band around the middle of it and a red cap. And I said, what is this? He goes, that's a Coca-Cola. And, and it didn't even say Coca-Cola on it. And I said, why, how, how do you know that that's a Coca-Cola, right? Because Coca-Cola has done such a good job of telling you, this is what we look like. This is what we are. Like, this is our name. This is what we look like. And if you want a soda, we're an option. We're not only an option. We're like a thirst quenching, delicious option. Right, right. And so that's what you want to do for your plumbing business as well. You want to say, hey, look, you know, here we are. This is what we look like. This is our name. And we're not like these other plumbing companies. So they know you're an option, but we're an option that we answer our phone. We take care of our customers. Our plumbers look nice. We have great customer service and we do quality work. All of those things. So you're really just pitching your offer to the customer up front. Right. Yeah. And you're just doing it. A lot. Oh yeah, do like, it a lot through social, social media. media. Through, through social media, you're able to do that a lot. Yes, you're able to do that a ton. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I like to think of. I think this is a good like analogy of branding. It's like if you were to hire a babysitter for your kids, you got little kids. Would you hire somebody you know, or would you hire a stranger? Yeah. And so you're gonna hire somebody you know because you trust them. So am I gonna hire the plumbing company that I know, or am I gonna hire the plumbing company that just pops up in a Google search. Like if I have both of them, if I have plumbing company A, I just Google plumber, I get them. And then I know plumbing company B because I see them everywhere and I know their values. I see their faces. I'm going to choose that one, even if they might be second, because I know them, I recognize them. It's a thing that I know. Like to go back to the soda analogy, I'm not going to get a generic brand of soda. Like I'm not going <laughs> to no, go get uh -uh. like cola. I'm going to go get a Coke. You might buy a generic brand of soda, but you're not going to pay the same as you are for Coca-Cola. No, no, you're going to pay a lot less. You have yeah. the option, you're buying the yeah. Coca-Cola, right? Yeah, 100%. Which, like, that's a that's actually, like, such a good example, okay? Because if you, like, Coca-Cola to you has more value, right? Yeah, even though those two sodas wouldn't really taste a lot different. They would be full of sugar, they'd be full of caffeine, and they'd quench my thirst. <laughs> Just because of their branding, Coca-Cola yeah. has more value. Yeah. The other soda is more of a commodity. You're not actually buying a brand or anything. The same is true for your plumbing business. It can be a commodity or it can be a recognizable brand. Yeah. When you have a recognizable brand that people know for being good, you can sell that for more. Yeah. And 
and the reality of it is, is you're kind of like plumbers right now in this world. If they want to have a successful business, they have to charge more. Right. So if you're not making a brand, you're going to have a hard time charging what you actually have to charge to be in business. And so you, you almost have to build a good quality brand, a recognizable brand in your community, or you're, you're going to get tons of pushback on your prices. Yeah. And you're going to attract all the wrong customers. Yes. You're going to attract those cheap customers. And you want the ones who want the Coca-Cola, who are willing to pay the extra price for the Coca-Cola, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yep. It's a, I like that analogy, the babysitter. It's a good one. Yeah, the babysitter makes sense to me. When I was pitched it the first time, I chose the wrong option because option B was like this really educated, like super babysitter. And I was like, oh, I want that person. <laughs> and then the guy was like, yeah, most people don't choose that one. Most people choose the person they know. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make sense that you think about it. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, there's the old saying like, "the best known beats the best" every time. Oh, you don't yeah. even you don't even have to be the best. You just have to be the best known. Yeah. yeah, for that reason, right there. Yeah, and then the thing about like, like if we're talking about pricing and being expensive and having that brand that's known for that, it'll actually give you more opportunity to work on your service because you have more money to invest into your company. You have more money to invest in training and hiring quality people and paying people more. So you're just going to have more quality work. So it's a compounding idea that can build on itself. Yeah, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah, because a brand is important, but I really think it's important to fulfill on what your brand says because eventually it'll come out that it'll come out that you suck, and then people aren't going to want to pay your prices because you actually do suck and you do show up, and it's not a good thing. Yeah, um, I mean part of part of building your brand is actually doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah, and that's actually one of the pain points I listed in my thing, right? Um, but when you can like, when you can tell people you're going to do something or that your company is different or that they should hire you because you operate this certain way that they like, when you actually go deliver on that, like if you don't deliver on it, then it's going to ruin your brand. When you do deliver on it, you have the happiest customer on the planet because that customer was, a, they were attracted to your business because of what you told them you would do. And then when you do that, they're stoked. Mm -hmm. It's that simple, right? You just have to do what you say you're going to do. And so by mixing the two, like saying what you're going to do, giving them a reason to hire you, and then actually doing that thing, that's what creates the snowball. Right. It just perpetuates on itself. More people are happy. More people sing your praises. Right. The more customers you get who enjoy that type of service, the more customers you can make happy and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. The more reviews you get and then those will filter back into your brand and your brand becomes stronger. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that, cause I think there is a big misunderstanding and we talked about this a little bit already, but that a brand is a long-term goal. It is not a short-term idea. So I think sometimes what I see is that people will be like, well, I tried doing that for like a month and I didn't get any results. And you're like, well, it's cause you tried for a month. Like, like I think in business, it's so important in business to think beyond like these tiny little fractions of time. It's like, like how old are you? Like what is a month in your life? Like none of us, everybody knows. Like if I do something for a month, it's not going to yield any results. Like Jared, I did 20 pushups a day for a month. I didn't get swole. I give up. 
it's like, well, duh. The most successful businesses in the world, they're thinking way long term. Like they're yeah. setting a business up for success for ever. Yeah. They're not even thinking, they're not thinking one year down the road, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 20 down, years down the road. Like they may have goals, but they're, their thinking is so far down the road and their five year and one year goals just are just steps to get to that goal, you know, way, way out there. Right. And what we find is a lot of plumbing business owners, they're like, I need, I need calls tomorrow or, which might be true. And you can do something to get calls tomorrow, but then if you're not willing to invest in branding, or other things that set your company for up for success for the long term, those calls tomorrow aren't going to really do you any good. You're always going to be stuck in that right. calls tomorrow, any calls tomorrow, any calls tomorrow, right? right? And then you can't grow. So you have to be willing to go long term, like minimum. Think five years out at least. Yeah, at least. Like start that should setting be like yourself your... up now for then. Yeah, that's like your first benchmark. Is like okay, five years. Like you're starting a company today in five years we should get to here and then sort of walk back from there and then start calculating inputs that you can just rehearse and just hit these inputs. And eventually it will yield you a result. Yeah. But you'll probably get to your five-year goal faster than five years is probably what will happen. Yes. Yeah, probably will. Especially if you're very intentional about your goal setting and it's not just like well, I want to be successful. Like you have to like get nitty gritty. Like, okay, well how, how many texts do you want? How much revenue are you trying to do? What areas do you want to serve? What is going to be your message? Like the full like business picture, not just I'm going to go do plumbing until I make enough money to something, something, something. Gotta yeah. And then like, you can go look through. at the guys who have done it, right? You can go look at the big plumbing companies that have grown from nothing to something. Mm-hmm. And you can see what they did. Did that, you know, they invest in their branding. Yeah. You betcha. Like if oh, you yeah. drive around town, mm-hmm. if you have billboards in your town and you drive around and you see a billboard for a plumbing company, go check out that plumbing company. Go see what they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, if they're buying a billboard, they're investing in their branding. Yep. And they're investing in a branding that's that's good, but it's not as intentional. Like it definitely does a branding thing because it puts you in front of people, but it just puts you in front of all the people. And you don't know who you're getting, you know, like it's not as intentional and it's probably, I don't know. How much is a billboard? Uh, I think it depends on the, on the billboard, but mm-hmm. you know, they're, I think the, like the ones around me are like 800 bucks a month. They're not, gotcha. they're really not that bad. Yeah. Um, but I would like, I would way rather go on social media. Right. Yeah. Especially because if I like, could, yeah, I could get in front of just homeowners on social media in a certain area. So I could totally own like a four mile radius or a 10 mile radius Mm -hmm. of homeowners around my shop or in a certain neighborhood. I could just Mm -hmm. own that. They would all know who I was. And you could do that very cheap for way less than 800 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing like, like are billboards bad? No. Is social media better? No, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's like, Stepping stones, like once you get to a certain size, you're going to want to do social media, billboards, TV commercials, radio ads. Like you're going to want to do it all once you're at a certain size. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of like, you know, when you're small, 
you got to start with some sort of lead gen. But that lead gen isn't going to be enough to keep you going. It's not going to no, be enough no. for you to yeah, grow out of. Especially once you get to a certain level of scale where you, you need to be competitive. And so you're going to be dumping more and more money as you begin to scale. It just doesn't make sense just to have that one quick hit of lead gen. Because eventually you just want to rely on your brand. Like that would be the goal. Like that would be the dream. If you could just rely on your brand and that would your brand was so powerful. Like, I mean, like we can think about brands that do that, like high-end clothing brands. Like they just rely on their brand and scarcity. They say, hey, I'm hard to get and I'm expensive, but you want me. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but that's just like a very, very powerful brand idea. It's such an interesting thing that any company who doesn't really try to harness that and doesn't start early to start harnessing that, like right off the rip, is going to be behind before they know it. Yeah, you're missing out. And that's kind of the situation that I got in is I was, I got behind on my branding and it put me in this bad spot where the lead gen became so expensive that I was paying just butt tons of money for it. Yeah. And I thought I need, people need to know who I am. So they call me rather than, rather than just, you know, looking up a plumber and calling me and me paying mm -hmm. a butt ton of money for that. And that's kind of, you know, I was reading Hormozy's book at the time and I remember thinking, okay, I can just tell them who I am, but what good does that do? I needed to tell, I need to give them a reason to call me. They need to have an idea of like what our company is all about and what we stand for. And, and that's why we baked in that in our branding. That way they have a reason. They don't just see our stuff, right? Oh, there's that company. They know there's that company. They have a reputation for getting to you really quick, doing really good work. They have really nice qualified techs. Their customer service is excellent. That's what we're known for. And that's where you want to position your company at. Yeah. And, and so I think, go ahead. no, you go ahead. Um, no, you go ahead. I forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, you know, I, my company was in that stage. We had hit like the one or $2 million mark and we were paying a ton of money for lead gen and it wasn't super efficient. We were still making money, but, um, the next step after that is social media because mm -hmm. it's easy and it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. So, and the problem is you can't, nobody does it. So we, we tried hiring marketing companies. They don't do it or they don't do it well. So we kind of had to do it ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's, it's, it's always interesting to me. Yeah, and I just don't know. I just don't know the marketing world well enough to understand why it wouldn't be a focus because really the power of social media is is I think it should be seen as a differentiating platform because you can differentiate yourself very easily on social media. And especially right now within the service industry specifically where there is everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's lockstep. You got your SEO, you got your website, you're paying for clicks, and here's your social. We're going to run it on Facebook. It's going to be plumber person generically fixing a fake sink. Like that's it. It's going to have 500 hashtags bragging about this dope tool I got. And it's going to have one like and yeah, zero shares. It might it's have probably one the like. owner of the business who liked it. Yeah, yeah probably. Is. I think marketing companies don't want to go to branding because, because it's hard to build and everybody wants that cheap, quick buck. So it's easy to sell leads because there's a, you know, Hey, you paid us this much money. We got you this many calls. 
and it's easy to sell that. Yeah. I'll yeah, get cause... you more leads than the last guy. Whereas yeah. with branding, you can't say that. I can say, we're going to build your brand and it's going to give you all these benefits, but it's going to take six months to a year to a year and a half to really have this thing take off. Mm-hmm. That's much harder. That's a much harder pill for a plumbing business owner to swallow, right? Right. And so it takes a lot more convincing and a lot more work on the marketing agency's side of things. Growth is slower. Um, but I think ultimately that's where we're going. I know right now, like if you don't have a brand, you're not going to be able to build your plumbing company off of, you know, pay-per-click or Google LSA. I don't think you're going to be able to rely on that. Um, and then moving forward, I 100% believe it's only going to get more in favor of branding, more in favor of social media mm. in the future. Yeah, like I kind of think that's where we're going. Yeah, I kind of think that like companies should consider themselves as influencers with their own in, as their company. Like you're, you should think of like, okay, my company should occupy an influencer level space, just like you go on youtube or whatever and there's these people who are known as influencers like your company should occupy that space as an entity because that is really going to bring business in more than anything else in the long term and eventually like if you can get that to a point where it is powerful then yeah you would you would never consider paying for leads anymore because people are going to flock to you because you have developed this rapport this level of trust with the community that you're known that people wouldn't choose anybody else no matter who they were Right. Dude, I went to the, like to speak on that, I went to the bank. I had some checks. I brought them to the bank and the teller saw who the checks were made out to. And he was like, he goes, oh, dude, I'm so tired of seeing your social media (laughs) stuff in my feed. And I was like, yeah. Did you hire us? He goes, yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, (laughs) there you go. It worked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And I think because like, the barrier to entry to start your branding is relatively low. Like if you're talking, even if you're just talking ad spend, like let's say you're a plumbing company, you just want to do your own social, but you want to run ads. Like you can do a relatively small amount of ad spend compared to all your other expenses and you can begin the process of branding. But it's something that you should just do right away because again, it will build with time. It's like investing, you know, everybody's like, put money in your 401k. It's a branding is a compounding interest strategy where eventually it will compound to this moment in time when you need it, you're going to be able to lean on it and it's not going to give way. It's not just going to go away like your incredibly high PPC costs. Yeah. The problem is like most, most plumbing business owners, if they are going to post, then they're going to take a picture of their work and post it. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're, if that's you, just stop wasting your time. Your customer does not care, right? No, they, they don't. And, and then the, like the other problem is, Number one, they don't know what to post. Number two, um, they don't have time to post. Like that's a lot of work. They don't got time for that. Or there's always this give and take, and we've talked about this, where it's just like, okay, do you really want your techs thinking about content when they should be thinking about taking care of the customer? Like, granted, I would I would say that there might be some talented technicians out there who could do both, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't be something that you'd be like, all right, everybody, I want you to think about content as you're working because ultimately that's going to cost you a lot more in that short term, you know? And like, yeah. And so it's something to do on your own 
well, you'll burn out pretty quick. And if you burn out making a brand, then you shouldn't have even started because it doesn't do you any good. You know, you started and you stopped and then there it goes. Like in reality, if you, if you want to grow your plumbing company, then you should go pay kick charge creative to create you a logo, come up with a name, have them create you a logo at a van wrap, get that van wrap done, do your lead gen. Once you start getting some money in the bank, hire somebody to do your social media. But once you're at two tax, three tax, hire somebody to do your social media and just get it done. Yeah. And just keep it and just let it do its thing. Yeah. And put that in the price that you're charging the customer. What do we, mm-hmm. I mean, typically, like if you have three guys, you have to raise your price six bucks an hour. If you're a plumbing service company and your average service call is two hours, you're raising the price $12 on your average service call. You think your customer is going to care about 12 bucks? No, not at all. 12 bucks is not going to make or break the job. Right. Right. And if you're, you know, if you have twice the text, you only got to go up $3 an hour. Mm -hmm. So no big deal in my mind. Like there's these certain things that if you want to have a successful plumbing business that you just have to do, right? You have to have plumbers. You have to have vans. You have to have tools. You have to have somebody answer the phones. You got to make that phone ring. So you need to have, you know, effective lead gen and branding. Those are just half twos, right? And these things have always been the case. Like even before the internet, it's been the case. Like you knew the plumber that you liked because you work with that plumber or you seen somebody else, your friend told you about it, but that guy had a brand. He had himself, he had his word of mouth and it was smaller and it didn't go as far, but it's the same thing. And I think nowadays there's this idea that like that can still work. And to an extent it can, like customer referrals are very powerful. Like I always tell everybody like, oh yeah, use Prospector is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Like that's going to get you really far, but it's, it's only one piece of the pie. Like your business is a big pie and you need to have all these different pieces to actually complete a delicious meal. Otherwise you're going to be poor and hungry. Dude, look at you. You just got all sorts of good analogies. You just just don't got enough food, man. So plumber's got to get a full pie. Yeah, I agree 100%. So moral of the story today is? Invest in your branding. Yeah, invest in your brand. It's a key part of your marketing or your plumbing company. If you're not, you're missing out big time. Yep, 100%. Cool. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Best podcast ever. Hey, if you guys are out there listening, uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. We're going to continue to go. This is going to come out every single Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time. We're going to drop a new podcast. You can go watch it on YouTube or you can go listen to it wherever you guys listen to podcasts at. Thanks, everybody.